we're busy with a whole series called Pleased to Meet You, Lord. And we're doing that on YouTube as well, focusing on different aspects of who God is so that we remove the grayness. He's not just this concept, this good, you know, vibe out there, uh, a good intention that's sort of hanging around in the universe. No, he is a person, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we get to know him personally and we've got such access to information about him that no one has to go through life not knowing who he is, how he thinks, what's important to him, and just to be able to relate to him. So today we're talking about God being all-powerful, almighty, specifically limitless. Friday, Busi said, yeah, that's what he's talking about at church. Limitless. Why did you want to talk about something like that? Um, I... Well, I don't know because I, I was supposed to share a message. And I'm like, oh, ish, I have to share. Lord, what do you want me to talk about? And then the words God, um, what God's unlimited or limitless ability just came. And then I started like, wow, whoa, that's actually a very interesting concept. If you start digging now. Yeah, then I started to dig and to find out why. Why is this such an important thing? And I realized that it is an important thing because we have um, different versions of God in our own personal lives and uh, those versions are actually uh, of a limited God. And that's a problem. That's a problem. Because let's think about it. If we look at our lives, if we've got a perception of a God that's restrained or that doesn't care Mm -hmm. or that can't, it's going to affect, you know, and and you can see it in our culture. In our culture, we've got little sayings Mm -hmm. like, um, you do your best and God will do the rest Or mm-hmm. God helps those who help themselves yes, yes, yes. Which in other words Reflects the, the perception That actually I've got to make my life work mm-hmm. and, and maybe God will sure. give me A little gold dusting or something You know that, it, that, he, that maybe I've got A little bit of favor Maybe something works out Maybe God's other name is luck Yeah and we have to help him sometimes of course we have to help him. Mm. That's where theology comes from that says, so now there's this prophecy. you got to sort of bring it into fulfillment. All of that, in other words, our, our prayers reflect our opinion of how God, big God is. 100%. If you pray these safe prayers that actually you can flip and answer yourself, you can answer them yourself. <laughs> so you, yeah. don't, you don't expect more of God. Mm. Because and it's not you being funny, you know. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to limit God. It's mm-hmm. just because of your perception, your praise. You cannot have faith bigger than your perception of God. It's so it's true. Impossible. It's so, so true. So, so even if you pray for something big, your faith lags yay behind mm-hmm. because you can't help it. You, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm always so worried when when Jesus, the baby. We celebrate him at Christmas mm. or Jesus on the cross. We celebrate at Easter, mm. but we don't have a celebration where he stands as the, the ruler, mm. um, the Alpha and the Omega, mm. a, a celebration mm. where he's celebrated as the one on the white horse mm. leading heaven's armies. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, you know, this, this victorious Jesus. Why mm. don't we have a day where that's the picture we exactly. have? Exactly. And, and, and for, for me, you know, you are raising an issue that I, I mentioned as well in a conversation about um, the Easter celebration. Um, Easter, Easter, in this con- con- context, we always celebrate it because it's when Jesus died. And so it's actually the birthday of the church, if you really think he died. It and is, he was and a, it ne- is a pivotal moment. Yeah, so, mm. but we are celebrating the birthday, but are we celebrating what we were born for? 
are we seeing the results of what that birthday um, is supposed to be, which is the manifestation of the kingdom of God, which yes. is the victorious Christ, as you're mentioning. And Pentecost, and now the, and now the, the, the Holy Spirit, Spirit comes. Yes, and yes. I understand. I'm just missing one link there. Mm-hmm. One link. Yeah. That that vict- maybe it's because it's only in Revelation. People see, people see oh, that it's still uh, coming. the bigness of God only mm-hmm. happens, yay, or when I'm dead and I yeah. go to heaven. And that's why. So this is why we're talking about this. Yes. We have to talk about this because mm-hmm. as Christians, there'll be a boldness and a, and a, a conviction to obey him much more if he mm-hmm. is a God that we perceive. I think the fear of the Lord will be restored. If we had a, a bigger revelation of his limitlessness. I really, really believe that because I can see what it has done just to me. I'm, I'm not talking about a week or two that I have just been looking into this. And it has just changed how I perceive God. It has changed how I perceive this entire Christianity uh, um, phenomenon. Yeah. Um, because I realize that we are actually in something much bigger than we think. And um, we have... Um, I actually use this word that we actually have little idols that we have created of our own God. Yes. Yeah, this is my little God who is able to do up to here. And then the real, real God, the almighty God, Elohim, he's looking is like, but that's not me. Yes. That's not me. So now because we're doing it, he, he, he doesn't move. Yes. He waits till we get out of the way. Mm. The other one that I'm also seeing happened because we we shrunk our god mm. is we shrunk our we god. did we did we blew up <laughs> satan Ooh, we no. blew up satan suddenly satan is very big when i listen to people saying satan did this to me satan did that to me um satan's plan is this now satan's going to do this and these are, and the whole discussion goes around how scared i am of satan now i'm not i'm not um uh, unrealistic here. Mm-hmm. Satan's been there since the big, since since the the physical realm. He was he was thrown down to earth. He's mm-hmm. had centuries of experience. I understand that, mm-hmm. but Satan is nothing against the the size, the immenseness, the power of God. Mm-hmm. He's a created one. He's a yes. He's got all his plans, mm-hmm. but he can not f- lift a finger to you. Without God saying that finger that you're lifting right there will work for kingdom, it it will accomplish the the mm. suffering that you think you you winning this round. Every time Satan thinks he wins around, actually God is saying, my children need depth. They need I need this for kingdom. I need to move this. I'll, I'll allow that to happen. He for works mm-hmm. all things for good. Yeah. The focus is go read the Bible. See there how many times Paul says, Oh my word. Satan just went around. Go in the Old Testament. See how many times it says there that Satan won and God lost around. That this is so. Why is this our theory, mm. our reality? Yeah. Why is that what we're talking about? Mm. He should have no say in any sentence if whatever he does. I'm subject to God, a limitless God. Yes. So what did you find then? And, um, well, what I found is that, you know, they say that Job is actually the first book. Um, Ever was, written. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. From there, we already see God um, introducing himself to Job. I think it's Job 38. And he begins to say to Job, where were you when I made this? Yes, when I, Where yes. were you? And so he begins to um, introduce himself to him as this almighty God who operates in splendor. And okay, that's the first book that was written. But in the first book of the Bible, just from Genesis, guys, you know, 
it is so amazing that from Genesis alone, God's introduction to the human race is his limitless ability. Here's the guy who shows up. You spoke about a canvas the other day. I think yes. it was Friday. Yes, yes. He shows up and there's darkness, there's chaos. No, no, no. Let me read it to you. Go Genesis 1. Yes. In the beginning, mm. just in one sentence, God <laughs> created heavens and earth. Yeah. Just just that one sentence right pause. there. You're like, what? The earth was without form and mm. void. Mm. Darkness was over the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. Out of nowhere. And there was light. Just a thought. T- tomorrow we're doing a Romans one twenty about the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and how a star can only be seen because it generates either its own light or it f- reflects some other light. But that light was created. It's a physical thing. Mm. It, is, it is something mind-boggling, the thought that there was no concept of light. He says... Let there be light. He knew what he wanted to make. He made it, and we still don't understand it. The very interesting thing, the light we we talk about, we talk about the light of the sun. The sun is yet to be created. Yes. So that's a different light yes. that God was... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was there. That's that, coming day four or something. Exactly, yeah, exactly. day four. Yeah, right. <laughs> so all this time, there was light without the sun. In our mind, light means daytime sun. Yes, logically. Logically. Yes. But this unlimited God, this amazing, almighty God had another light, which um, we can even say Jesus God. Jesus is the light. The, the Bible says in the, he was there in the beginning. He is the light. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he, and by the way, also before the sun and the moon was created, yeah. it says there, so he called the light day and the darkness he called night. Yeah. That was evening and the morning, the first day. Yes. No, 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 but, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Our logic says <laughs> light is caused because the sun, and we go around the yes. sun, and that is practically how yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah. But before that sun was created, he created time. God yes. created time. Just Without things. the sun and the moon. What, did you, what do you mean he created? There was no time. What do you mean he created time? Um, Psalm 33, 6. Yes. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, wow. and by the breath of his mouth, all their hosts. I remember you mentioned that. <gasps> exactly. So if, if 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 that's the God we really serve, fam, there is nothing that God cannot do. There is nothing. I know in our minds, because of our experience and our friends' experience and our grandmothers and our grand, we have created this God who has certain things he can and cannot do. Who has oh, will or will or will not do. Yeah, his abilities are limited, but just on even if we don't go to any other scripture just the scriptures you've mentioned speak of a i don't want to say a being but it speaks of a god who can do anything and out of nothing that there was nothing because my thought is even the word anything is limiting Because it's limited to what I can understand can be created. But if you think of what we just said, he created light. He created time. He created music, like we said on Friday. He created color. He created, you know, what he can do is so far more than we can think. That's why he says there's only so much that can be seen and understood in the physical Mm -hmm. realm. Mm -hmm. The rest we'll only experience when we get to heaven outside of time, outside of the limits of a physical reality. Mm -hmm. The physical reality was so that we can live 
a, a finite life to yes. choose for him or against him. Yes. But in that life, now, here we are, Vusi, you yes. and I, we're in this life. Mm. The understanding of just how big this God is that we serve gives us a completely different perspective on every choice, on every priority, on every reality mm. in our life. Mm. That is mm. when, when you get the cancer, you can pray that God's will be done, expecting that if he wants to heal you, he can. Mm. He can. It's not even, it's not, and because we have, we have this thing. So this is what happened the other day uh, as well as I was preparing the message. So we are watching a, a, a TV program and someone is giving a testimony of, oh, I had HIV. They've got a result. Yes. I had HIV. I was HIV positive and God healed me of HIV. And they bring the other results. The doctors are amazed. I have really. And uh, so I was with my wife, Butle, and she's like, what HIV? I'm like, why does your mind find? Why, did why are you, you surprised? Even, yes. Why, why are you surprised? surprised? Yeah. So as a matter of fact, there shouldn't be anything when we say, when someone testifies that God did, we shouldn't be we're like, oh, of course God can do that. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that we are still surprised tells us that in our hearts, we have put limits on what God can do. Well, didn't his disciples do exact same thing? He said yeah. it was going to be raised from the dead. Of course, when they, he said after three days it's going to happen. Yeah, they, so they when they he's raised, it. first Mary was surprised. She was crying. She couldn't even yeah. believe what she was seeing. Yeah. Then yeah. he appears to the disciples. Then Thomas says, sorry. It can't be. Can't the <laughs> M-House people, they, it can't be. They didn't even reckon because they didn't expect it. And yeah. I I can't look at them and judge them. No. But see, I look at my life today mm. and when you say you're surprised, mm-hmm. I'm a little even cynical sometimes. Like, that when really? you okay, <laughs> prove it exactly because there's so much fluff going on yes, when it of comes course, to charismatic course, life, and so yes, and we yes. we sort of want to defend God's honor by mm. lying. Yes, <laughs> of course, of you course. Know? I, I know you're right. You're right. But but yes, but I'm saying if if we serve this God that of Genesis chapter one yes. and Psalms, the Psalms you just yes. read, there's nothing. There is nothing he can do. Nothing, fam. There is re- absolutely not. And I don't know how long, because sometimes li- life claps us so much <laughs> that we then put those boundaries that he can only do up to so far. And it's real. And it's real. It's, it's, it's our human. Our disappointment, our disillusionment, yes. our, it's real. Yes, I, I totally agree with that. But I'm saying you said something very profound. We must get out of this mode of shrinking God, because mm. that's that's this entire conversation is about us stopping to shrink Him. Yes, because we have shrinked Him to such an extent that we are actually missing out on the things He wants us to to experience of Him. Different characteristics of God. All of us, if you are born again, we we all can say, "I've experienced Jesus the Savior." Amen. Hallelujah. God the Savior. And then we're like, "What else have you experienced?" Yes. And then there's so many other characteristics of this um, unlimited God that we have not even tapped into yeah. or not even experienced in our entire life. And, and between you and me, you can say, I've experienced God, God of provision, Jehovah yes, Jireh. And I'm standing, I'm, yeah. I'm standing this and I'm like, but I've never experienced that. But the fact that I have not experienced it does not mean he cannot do it. Exactly. As a matter of fact, I think he's intentional sometimes. <laughs> that no, I think because this relationship we have yeah. between God and me is based on faith. I agree. So if I'm going to Gideon, nah, Judges seven. Yeah, bro. So now he's got he's got a vast army that's in front of him. Thousands, ten hundred and thousands. There's so many they look like ants. Yeah. 
and here's Gideon, and his army is already yay tiny against the yeah, horde the enemy, that he's yes, seeing there. Yeah, yeah. And God says, oh dear Gideon, it's, it's too many. <laughs> Let's shrink your army even more. Now, I'm thinking Gideon at least had the advantage that he was speaking to God yeah. and the whole process going through it with God. But yeah. if I was now in that army <laughs> and I stood One up the there soldiers. and now I'm one of the lucky 300, you know, you're standing there and you're thinking, what are you doing, Gideon? Are you crazy? And it feels to me life is like that so many times yeah. where logic tells you this does not add up. Mm. God, what you're doing here cannot work. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> Why does he get to go home and I'm one of the 300? They're going to slaughter us. Yeah. They're going to slaughter yeah. us. Yeah. The yeah. only time, the first time they found out what God was going to do. Now, Gideon says, you take a little urn or whatever, we smash them, make a little... These guys are coming with swords and and all that. You 300, (laughs) they must have been so thin because it's this vast army. Just think, 300 people around this vast army, each one with a little thingy that they have to break there. It couldn't have been a loud sound even. And while you're standing there, and when I put myself and I read the story and I'm thinking to myself... When it was done, and now you see how these people kill themselves right in front of you, because God knew he was going to do that. That was how he was going to fix it. Mm. Gideon already had to take a step of faith. Mm. Gideon had to face his army and tell them, you 300, shame. We people, we're going to do this. So he already had to put his faith out there Mm. based on what God had said and tell Mm. them to do this. Mm. Then they had to put their faith first in Gideon and then you know, to put say, so, okay, we we're gonna do this, even though this doesn't make Makes sense. sense. Yeah. And the, then at the at the end, when these thousands of hordes of people lie in front of them, mm. overcome, dead because they killed themselves, for the first time, your heart says, "Oh my word, God is." Much bigger exactly. than I thought he was going to be. That's, by the way, why we do testimonies yes. on Radio Pulpit. Yeah, yeah. Is sometimes you need a little more. You need to see God's hand in action. Mm. That's why we do God's God sightings on a yeah, Friday. I just had that in my- yeah, exactly. It's because of something like that. I also want to just one thing that stood out for me as I was uh, preparing this and uh, researching and whatever um, is that the Bible, fam, is about. It's the main character in the Bible is God. Yes. As much as we speak about Gideon, but the real uh, uh, main character here in that story is God's ability mm. that he used man just like you and me. Yes. And you look at that throughout the whole Bible. All these stories, they were like, oh, uh, David and Goliath. The main character there is what God did. Yes. And I know sometimes we exalt David, we exalt Samson, we exalt... But all those characters, Elijah, Elijah, they couldn't have done that if there wasn't God in yes, there. a real a God. A real God. This mm. un, uh, unlimited, unlimited God, God that we're talking about. So he is the main character in the entire Bible. So when we read our Bible, we need to look at it. And this has been my new way of looking at the Bible. It's a book... A compilation of book of case studies yes. of what God has done uh, in uh, in time memorial. Yes, and so what over, over, over and over and over, and over, over. Yes. over. You know, and I was I was saying, <laughs> Janine, that you know when it comes to healing, I think if there's anything we shouldn't be struggling about, it's healing because mm. there's so much of healing in the Bible. Yes, that it should be the least thing that we struggle to to Provision. believe God. 
And How provision. many times did prov- uh, yeah. exactly. Israel going through the Red Sea? Exactly. You see the enemy. Yeah. In, a, in my life today, it'll be a bull. Yeah. It'll be the sickness. Yes. It'll be my job yeah. that I'm going to lose. You see the enemy there. You see. <laughs> and as a it's Christian, real, though. <laughs> we have got the presence of the Lord, God Emmanuel, with us, mm. which they didn't have then. I mean, they had a, they had a cloud that they could see in yeah, the day yeah, 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 and yeah. fire at by the, night. And by yes, night. Yes, yes. They could see that. But still, they were cringing inside. They were so fearful, and I would be. Yeah, I mean, course. at that stage, they'd been slaves all of that time. Mm-hmm. And in our lives today, we're also subject to so much. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then they see the might of Egypt with their Pharaoh coming down at them. Mm-hmm. I know our time is yeah, done. This is an interesting there. thing here. <laughs> but I'm thinking by myself, that's the reason why we're in the Bible. Mm-hmm. We need to be in his word so that we can see how he helped Gideon, see how he helped David against yes. the Philistines, see how he helped um, Israel and Moses and each one of them. That's why I'm so sad that I was a charismatic when I got saved and we didn't even read the Old Testament because, you know, that's done. Oh, you're dusted. missing out. Yes, you're missing out. <laughs> so here's the thing. Your limitless God, your limitless God is on your side. He's on the side of kingdom through all time. The fact that you serve such a God gives your life meaning. It gives a struggle meaning. Mm -hmm. It, It means that that is the kind of God that's behind you. That's the kind of God that works out everything for good in your life. And then when you read that one in Romans, 828, you know that you can see the evidence of it in the Old Testament. And if you don't, if you're telling yourself, yeah, but the Bible, go, go see history. See how God has been good to his people through history. There's such a lot of information. Yes. Okay, so we're going to pray. Yes. Lord, <laughs> we ascribe to you glory and strength. We honor you for who you are. In acknowledgement of the fact that we can't even think how great you are. And we want to we ask you, Holy Spirit, to broaden our horizons of thought about you. Entrench your greatness in our hearts. Deepen our fear of the Lord, Lord. May we know you as you know us. You promised that, that we can see only in part in that mirror, Lord. But what we can see is what you reveal to us. And we ask you to reveal more. We want to see more. We want to know what those living creatures around you, your throne see. We want to not be able to stand upright. We want to be so overwhelmed with who you are that we cannot stand upright because that is who you are, Lord. We're missing out. And I feel we need to beg you to, to <laughs> what, stop being humble. <laughs> because it's like, I know you treasure, but sometimes it's so hard to dig for this treasure. It feels to me like it's hard soil. And that hard soil is my heartless. So I ask that you will soften our hearts. That you will, that it, our spirits, you will, I don't know, filter out all the gunk that's between us and who you are so that we can see you. Lord, you see us, you know us so deeply, but we want to know you. You say that is eternal life. You showed your ways to Moses and your deeds to Israel. I don't want to just see your deeds. I want to see your ways, Lord. 
so much so that I can't resist you, that I can't underestimate you, that when I have to do life, you will have your say deep, deep within my being, that you will convince this heart that you are who you say you are so that I can serve you better and and worship you better in spirit and in truth, Lord. We stand before you knowing knowing sometimes how thin we are inside but that is just you say we become like the one we we behold you say that you're the one that draws us nearer with your kindness um you the one that does the revealing so here we are lord we say yes today we say yes our heart yearns for more of you and you say if we nearer to you if we seek you with all our heart you will show yourselves to us that you will draw nearer to us if we draw nearer to you so this is what we're doing at the beginning of this week for the rest of our lives holy spirit every single day the moment we sort of sort of start drifting away Go get our hearts, Lord. We want, this is our heart's desire. One day in your courts is better than anywhere else. A thousand years anywhere else, Lord. We want to be right next to you. We want to sit there right there between you and Jesus. We want to hear your inner counsel. We want to be part of those secrets, Lord. We don't want to be at this distance and feel like we've got to wade through all this sin and all this missed lord we want to hear your words undiluted lord um oh we look forward to walking in there with you one day i'm gonna run i'm gonna run and then there right between holy spirit jesus and yourself father we we can't wait but here on earth there is possible you say that right here in the land of the living we will be blessed and there is no bigger blessing than knowing you lord we want to know you we will never want to underestimate you again in our prayer in our faith in our expectation we want to give you your due we want to ascribe to you your due lord um you don't you're not just first you everything in our lives that's what you paid for jesus and we honor you for that in the name of jesus christ amen amen um, Jenny, I just want to say two things. You say, Anchaname Kenneth. Yes. Uh, pleased to, pleased meet, you, to Lord. meet you, Lord. I just sense in my heart that um, we should all just go to the Lord and say, Lord, can you reintroduce yourself yes. to me? It feels like we need that, isn't yeah. it? Pleased to meet you, Lord. Remove all the previous preconceived ideas and misconceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. From the beginning, like as in first hello. Yes. Let's just reintroduce me to yourself. The real you. The real you. 